You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss Alonzo Ball clapping back at Stephen A. Smith. We're also going to discuss uh, the Bulls apparently wanting to keep DeMar DeRozan long-term and Torrey Craig comments on bringing the needed edge to the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, or it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, let's go ahead and jump into the topics for today. First up, Lonzo Ball, man, coming off his interview with uh, Trey Young, uh, Stephen A. Smith, made a comment on first take saying that he heard that Lonzo Ball is even having difficulty standing from a sitting position. Well, Lonzo Ball decided to say, hey, Stephen A., go ahead and shut the hell up for me and posted a video of him doing one-legged sit and stands and then saying that he ended it with the emphatic, I'm coming back. Now, he's already said he's not going to be back this season. How did this video make you feel seeing Lonzo Ball, A, show more emotion than what we've shown, uh, seen from Lonzo in quite a while? How do you feel? Don't. Don't what? Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope! <laughs> Don't you give me no hope, Lonzo. No, I do hope that he's able to come back. The, 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 the biggest takeaway for me from this video was that Lonzo can have a life. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, at this point, I've chalked up Lonzo coming back to the comeback will be a letdown. It'll be great to see him even be able to return to an NBA court and do anything, but I don't think that it's going to be lead to a lengthy career, especially with a lot of the injuries he's dealt with to this point. I hope he is able to come back. Basketball is something that he's very passionate about. It's, it's what his livelihood is. It's how he makes his money. Granted, he's made some really good money here in Chicago. But I, I hope that he's able to come back. But, I mean, listen, like, this video didn't all of a sudden change my thought process on it. It didn't make me feel like by the end of this season we're going to see Lonzo Ball surprisingly run out on the court and there's going to be this momentous moment. It didn't make me feel like Lonzo Ball is going to return to being the player that he is. What it made me feel is that, oh, Lonzo Ball can walk to his kids' graduations. Lonzo Ball can run around and chase his daughter around. Lonzo Ball can, you know, like, stuff like that. Like, that's really all I took away from it. Um, can he drop down and bird dogs and pick up a penny like you did? You know, I don't know if he can, bro. I don't know if he can because that leg was still shaking a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it was, you know what I mean? You got to have good stability to have that bird dog positive stretch that comes with that material that they got to be able to get down there and grab that penny with your hands. Somebody, somebody pointed that out to me. Somebody hit me with, what you grabbing the bird? What you grabbing that penny with? I say, yo, you gotta relax. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a wild comment. To get. I, I never thought that it would lead to this. But no, I think at the end of the day, you know, like Lonzo Ball being able to um, just have a life. That's all that I, that I hope for him. And, you know, on the flip side of that, 
I we can sit here and laugh at Stephen A and cook Stephen A and, and fry Stephen A. And trust me, we'll get to all of that because even though I'm a fan of Stephen A, you got to do better there. But let's not overlook the fact that when your dad got banned from going on all of these networks because they you were going he was going on there running his mouth about all these different things that were happening, that also meant that the access to the ball boys was cut off. Pause. Ball boys. Pause. I mean, ball boys is actually a regular term. It's not even a pause, actually. That's uh yeah, no, no, no. That's no, a pause. No, no. I that's mean, a they, pause. for they, you, everything's a pause, bro. They literally retrieve balls on a basketball court. Keep now, it, if they retrieve balls talking, for Grady bro. Dick, maybe. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like just saying. So, what are your thoughts? I mean, it, I'm not gonna lie. It made me excited to see because, like. Around this time last year, all we saw from Lonzo Ball is a video where he looked depressed talking about how he couldn't even make it upstairs, right? Yeah. And then in the video, and even in the uh, the podcast interview with Trey Young, he didn't show a lot of emotion in that. He was more straight to the point, right? And it seemed like he was really, like, contemplative. This was the first time that we've gotten as close as, like, the Lonzo Ball that used to jump up and down on one leg after hitting a big three-pointer, right? Like, and it, it, that type of energy, I'm just, I'm glad to see that Lonzo's in a better mind state like it, that that's what i pulled from that if he can come back whatever that ends up taking and, and taking shape and looking like we'll cross that bridge when we get to it but i'm just happy that lonzo's in a great place um and you know when it comes down to his return no matter what right and you know we know realistically he's not going to get any type of big deal or anything i wouldn't mind seeing him trying to make his comeback in the chicago bulls uniform and then you know we'll make that decision based off that it may be a little traumatic to some people especially god forbid if he was even spraining an ankle in the bulls jersey again but you know i mean he's gonna try to make a comeback and he could be the first nba player to come back from that surgery and we'll see where the dice fall at that point now here's the only issue i have with Stephen a um, the only one I'm a Stephen A fan. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like I, I know a lot of people like to take shots at Stephen A, but a lot of times Stephen A one likes to put on a good show and he, he realizes there's certain things that even though he knows them, if he says them, um, he'll never get that information again from that person <laughs> or player. Uh, and JJ Reddick and those guys also know that. And so they use that to their advantage. Um, and, the, and all of them have said as much on their own platforms, on their own podcasts, different things like that, right? Uh, it's a debate show. He knows how to put on a good show. But I can't shoot you slack when you also say those things, which tells me you can find out whether Lonzo Ball is actually in those situations that you're saying that he's in on the national media. Cause the first mm -hmm. thing that came out of our minds is instantly we all go back in that depressed state thinking, dang, Lonzo can't even sit up. He can't stand up without yeah. some kind of, you know, like he's struggling to walk around. You know what I mean? Uh, and you're putting that out on a national platform. That's and Lonzo true. claps back to you instantly, pretty much. I mean, what was that, an hour, two hours later, something like that, where he, he yeah. drops that video? So, you know, like, you have the means as the person you are as Stephen A to get that information. There's been a lot of things to me that I've looked at. And I, I know, you know, sending things out to your team and stuff like that, you know, a lot of times things get lost in translation. But stuff like that, you got to be able to – vet that you got to be able to go a little bit more deeper into that and i know that he has the basketball contacts to do that and i'm gonna be honest with you he probably lost the basketball contact today because 
He was like, you told me Lonzo can't walk. This man's doing one-legged uh, squats <laughs> and do a chair and back up, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm glad Lonzo came out and wanted to debunk it, showed it. I mean, it's, it's not doesn't leave much that you can argue. And we'll see what it means for his career. But, like, you know, I know me and you talked about, like, are we going to roast Stephen A. Smith? Like, let, let's be clear here. A lot of reporters get wrong information from sources. Now, not everyone has as big of a platform as Stephen A. Smith yeah. to say the stuff that he does, but there's misinformation out there. For all we know, the source that could that could have told him that could have legitimately heard that, but that information could have been out of date. So yeah. you just you just never know exactly and what it, you're hearing. It, so and, and my thing is it can always be here's the thing. Clearly, there are people in the Bulls front office and the Bulls organization. I don't know if this is where his source came from, but they, we've heard a bunch of sources in the front office that clearly don't like what's happening here. This is true as well. If I don't like what's happening here, I'm not going to tell you the glowing details that are coming out of here. I'm going to tell you the things that I think are the serious things. And so, like, if he got this out of the Bulls organization as a whole, you know what the context is going to be? It's going to be all in the negative, which means Lonzo struggles to get out of a chair. Maybe he had a tough day one day, the day that whoever that trainer or scout or whatever it is saw him, and he went, ah, getting out the chair. Like we have, we've all done it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's that's fact. Like I I yeah, I did that earlier today. So uh, I mean you uh, do it every time you get out of a chair. Yeah, uh, not every time. <laughs> Just earlier today. Earlier today. That's those plus 30 knees, man. Yeah, you know I mean? Listen, hey, listen. It wasn't even I was fine until about 33, bro. I don't know what it was about that Jesus year. It was like, hey man, <laughs> <laughs> everything cracks now. Everything, every single thing, bro. It just it is what it is. At bro. least you're 33. I'm I'm 29, bro. I was 25 sitting in a chair one day. My niece said, I said, I ain't moved yet. Wait a minute now. You can't, <laughs> he's supposed to do that when I moved. Before like, you moved? Hey, bro, I was just sitting there watching the movie. That must have said, I was like, oh, wait. Hold on, dog. That Come is on now. You're supposed to at least wait till I bend my knee. Come on. That's disres- That's just disrespectful. It was. But- it was. I was hooping on concrete growing up, though, a lot. I mean, yeah, we all were, bro. Like, and you know what's crazy now to think back how hard that was in our knees, bro? It was terrible, bro. I saw somebody the other day sitting there talking about muzz don't even hoop outside no more. Like, it don't make no sense. And I was like, because it's terrible for your body. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But next up, we're going to be talking about the Bulls wanting to keep DeMar DeRozan long term. But before we talk about that, got to talk to you guys about Ibotta. Finally taking that summer vacation you've been planning but dreading buying all the necessities before you take off, it's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything returned. Enter Ibotta. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Enter, uh, link, either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user uh, earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you can use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you've been dying to go to, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners just $5 for trying Ibotta uh, by using the code LOCKED. 
when you register. That's code LOCK. Just go to the App Store or use Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta and use code LOCK. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code LOCKED. All right, Patrick. No, I got to throw it in there once a week, bro. Once a week, I got to do it. It's an Easter egg in there for people who, you know, look for that type of thing. <laughs> it, it, causes, it causes mugs to, like, perk up and actually pay attention to what we're saying. Exactly. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, with that said, though, uh, DeMar DeRozan, apparently the Bulls, according to Mark Eversley, it's important that they want to lock in DeMar DeRozan long-term. Now, he did not mention anything as far as a of a, of a number there, which he wouldn't this far into uh, ahead of free agency. But yeah. when you hear that the Bulls want to lock in DeMar DeRozan long-term, hey, what do you think long-term means for a player that just turned 34 years old, and how do you feel about it? I mean, it, it, I think it depends heavily on what this season is, right? Like, Realistically, me and you have both talked about DeMar will be able to play his style of basketball until he's 37, 38 years old, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Bulls maybe try to get a more team-friendly deal with DeMar. And I don't know if DeMar's going to take a team-friendly deal. But at 34, how many teams are coming knocking uh, um, to really, you know, pay you the bag, I guess, in in that sense of uh, the word. But here's my thing with it, right? Like, I know what DeMar is. I know what a lot of people want DeMar to be. And I know that a point guard changed everything of our perception of this guy. Can you find the right combination again? Because if you can't find that combination, Zach Levine is 20. Combination. Combination. Zach, we got it. Somebody, how do we? How do neither of us have that on the? We got that. Get, we got to get that on the. On the That's soundboard. actually a fail on both of our parts. We got to work on that. Yeah. Uh, Zach Levine is still young, right? Like uh, most of this team that you have is still young, outside of Vooch and Demar, and now Tory Craig. I guess if you want to throw him in there, what is he? 30, 33 for thirty. Tory Craig. I think he's thirty-four too. Thirty-four might be the right there with Demar. Um, you know, like thirty-two. Like, he's thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. Um. It, it's a situation where if you can find that right combination, DeMar's the perfect player for you to have long-term because your goal in that whole thing would just be, hey, can you still come out, give us 19 to 23, 24 points a game? Hopefully at this point, somebody young on your team has stepped up. Let's hope so. Like, my God, if we get four or five years down the road and P. Will, Kobe White, and and uh, 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 Sumer are all still questions, like, I have no defenses for you anymore at that point. I don't, oh, you can't hit me with, oh, he's only 25. Like, nah, bro, only 25 don't work, dog. Um, but to me, right, like, I think it's a, I think it's a situation where it just depends on kind of where this Bulls team is. And if you can create that Lonzo ball environment, like me and you have talked about where you try to do it by committee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with keeping DeMar long-term. Like, I'm, I don't have a problem with it. The problem with DeMar DeRozan is we've asked DeMar to be, when Zach Levine's off, be the one. When Zach Levine's on, be the two. And realistically, both of them need to get the ball from somebody else for them to go out there and the offense to run the way that it runs. We talked about it with Alonzo situation yesterday, right? Like, this team hasn't looked comfortable since the first 35 games of the season two years ago. These are facts. These are facts. And hopefully, hopefully he can get better than that. I think that... um 
if the Bulls wanting to keep the margins make sense to what we've seen from AK. I mean, you've talked about it. Actually, AK going out and trading uh, Wendell and all those players, that's actually odd for him, considering yep. how he runs teams. He typically likes to keep things and just let them naturally run their course. And so DeMar's been a player that, and Mark Eversley talked about it in the same quote, like talking about how important DeMar uh, the value he brings to the team outside of stuff on the court. And, you know, I'm sure that plays a big role in them wanting to keep him here for culture setting, things like that. The fact of the matter is this, the Bulls had an absolute terrible culture and a terrible product on the court before they came in there. Yeah. And, and so you may want to double down. It makes you want to hold on to the players and the things that helped you change that culture. It's natural to want to hold on to that a little bit tighter. So I don't necessarily agree with you. You know how I feel about DeMar. I think his trade value should be, explore not because i think he's a bad player just because i think you know you're not going to win or even get close to sniffing a title in the time that you have here but listen i can understand the complete merits of wanting to keep demar Derozan around long term yeah and i just i think it's tough right because you 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 look at the mavericks not the mavericks i'm talking the nuggets I'm, i'm sorry and um to me, I think that's the situation AK is trying to recreate, right? Like that's the situation of, yes, there's some injuries that have set us back. Yes, there's some things that have hurt us. Yes, there's some there's some parts that haven't played their part to this point. But if we can just find that perfect combination for one season, all of a sudden we can find that part, right? Like realistically, Jamal Murray was Lonzo Ball. Now, a much less injury, right? He didn't have another guy's knee put in. But realistically, it's I could have gave up on this guy for a while now. Yeah. And we didn't. DeMar DeRozan is basically your Aaron Gordon in this situation. Zach Levine is, and that's where your problem probably comes in, right? Zach Levine is supposed to be a Nikola Jokic. I don't think that Zach Levine's your Nikola Jokic. Uh, I don't think that Patrick Williams is going to become your Nikola Jokic. I don't think that Kobe White all of a sudden turns into your Nikola. You need that star player to lead the way. And he's trying to go about finding it, right? Like, realistically, the person that we're looking at to see if he's our Nikola Jokic is Julian Phillips. Nobody's looking at Julian Phillips to be Nikola Jokic. I think AK is. I don't think he <laughs> you is. You know what I mean? He, because if anything, he's looking at Julian Phillips to be Aaron Gordon. That's if anything. Hey, listen. Hey, you know he likes his late second round and end of draft guys. Like and Marco <laughs> went on his way on back to Serbia. Hey, that's because Billy wouldn't let them in on the court. Yes. I don't care what say. But AK true, but I mean, AK AK was like, AK was like, we're gonna put him on the team. He was like, I ain't gotta play him. <laughs> I think if AK really did look at him that way and said, no, Marco could be our Nikola Jokic, he would have been like, hey, he Billy, listen, him, yeah. I don't care about what you're talking about, bro. Get your gum and play this guy. I just, I, I don't know, right? Like, But that's the part, right? That's the part we're waiting on. We're waiting to see who's going to be our Nikola Jokic. And I think that's the part that's tough, right? Like, we have a team. I think you just like saying Nikola Jokic, bro. Like, well, you said a man's holding, like it's a pimp name slick back. It ain't, it ain't a tribe called Quest. You ain't got to say the whole name every single that's time. His, that's his well, I could just say Nikola, and then we'd, we'd be wondering if I was saying Vucevic or not. <laughs> you could say Joker. You could say Jokic. Like, it's it's a lot of yeah, options I mean, you have hey, there, why, why are we Why are we trying to fry for me saying my man's name out here? Jesus, bro. <laughs> like, you said you? Nikola Jokic like 50. Times hey, bro, in the last this is three and a half minutes. This is bro. <laughs> but everybody got a problem when I say Grady Dick. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. That's all I'm saying. Go ahead. 
I, I, come on now, bro. We're brothers. I got to throw some. I ain't worried about it. it. Nikola Jokic. How about that? Take that <laughs> if with I, you. If I don't joke with you and offend you, I don't love you. That's all that is. I keep telling people uh, that. Like, offend me. I, I don't think. That'd be tough. I wonder what would offend us. What would? I don't know, bro, because, like, I'm just going to flame you. I don't know if I'm going to be offended. I'm just going to be like, all right, bet we on. <laughs> right, it. you know what I mean? Like it's just it just turns into a frying session, and at the end of it, we'd be like, "All right, we done, all right, bro." This past we can't weekend, put this episode out. I I, I look back, <laughs> I was thinking, and I was like, "We really did sit there and fry Big Kev and Bobby and C Dub like on and off for, for three hours." Bro. <laughs> hey, at Bulls Fest. Hey, if you want to know our real takeaway from Bulls Fest. Bobby vocal chords, boy. No, not, not, not Bobby, C Dub chords. vocal chords, boy. C Dub vocal chords is crazy. Uh, Kev doesn't own a jersey that has ever been worn by any team ever. And uh, bro, he said that was an update from the Bulls jersey, bro. He showed. <laughs> I looked at that mug. I said, "You got pirate sleeves on, bro. What's going on oh, here?" Man, bro, that ain't jersey, no way. Ain't no way. He legitimately walked into a beauty salon. He was like, "You know what? I really want. I really would like a White Sox jersey." And somebody said, "I make fresh for you." That's what. Hey, that's Jesus. What okay. All right. Now we done. <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> 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 Them sleeves were so long, bro. Like the bro, socks wore that. He, he, he had on a white socks jersey, a Cubs hat, a black and white socks. Cubs hat, bro. He had on a black and white Cubs hat, bro. Bro, he literally left the house and his wife said, You got it, baby. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that man had on dog on some hyper ducks from Raw. Oh my god, that, that is, was crazy, bro. That is hilarious, bro. That was right. a crazy outfit, bro. Bobby, oh, man, Bobby was the only one that was semi normal out of the group that we rolled with, bro. That was the that was a crazy time. Uh, Dub had on a fly outfit too. He just his vocal cords. Was just vocal fly, cords bro. ain't fly, bro. The vocal cords need Vaseline. Oh. He need to take a spoonful of castor oil every night to keep them things oil, bro. Like I'm not. Oh man, we want to remind you guys of Locked On Bulls every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. Oh man, with that being said, Tory Craig talked about what he wants to bring to the Chicago Bulls team, and that's defense and edge. But an interesting quote here that I want to throw your way, Pat. He said this. Actually, the last couple of free agencies, me and AK have been talking. We just couldn't get it done. We kind of knew the kind of pieces he wanted uh, and what I, what Carter and I could bring and what kind of team we had the potential to be, especially with those guys who are already here. We want to be one of those tough, hard-nosed, defensive-minded, competitive teams all year round. What do you think when you hear the fact that AK's apparently been recruiting, trying to recruit Torrey Craig for like two-plus offseasons? Doesn't surprise me. I mean... I guess a little bit because Torrey Craig just kind of figured out how to shoot threes. Uh, Torrey Craig's been a thirty-four percent three-point shooter for his career, so I mean he's he's yeah. He's, but ain't, the last couple of seasons are really helping that, ain't they? No, no. I mean, I have to go back and look at it exactly, but he's he's been pretty see. solid. He's never been a great three-point shooter except last year, but he's been a pretty solid three-point shooter for his whole career. Torrey Craig, he shot thirty-nine percent. Let nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is this ugly. No, thirty nine percent last year, thirty two percent year before, thirty three percent year before, thirty six, thirty two percent year before, 
36, 36, 36. Like, what was the random four years of just like, I can't shoot no more? Oh, I he mean, was traded four times. No, I didn't traded that much in the season. Bro, yeah. I mean, he but traded uh, a lot. Yeah, but I mean, listen, I the, the worst season he had was 29. That was absolutely horrible. But at a 32% clip at taking two and a half per game, that's not it's not a horrible three-point shooter. It's just not great. It's better than Alex Caruso. I don't want Alex Caruso shooting threes either, so I'll take Tory Craig. Like, <laughs> if, you have, I mean, if, you, if you had a bet on Denzel Valentine or Alex Caruso to hit a three-pointer to save your life. Denzel. For sure. I'm not even, even. I'm, I don't even question that because the problem with Denzel's three wasn't that it wasn't online. It was that he thought he was Zach Levine. That was a big problem. He was like, I'm the other light-skinned guy. I was like, nah, bro, you the one with the gums. Like, you, you can't. You, you need to take three steps forward, dog. Because remember, how we got back in that game was him knocking down the three ball. Yeah, but it like what, what what's Denzel Valentine's career three-point shooter now? It can't be good, but I'd rather have him <laughs> over Alice Caruso. And I don't I don't know why. It makes me feel better, I guess. It just I makes you feel better. <laughs> Denzel. Oh, okay. He's not so Denzel, 35%, 38 percent, 33, 33, 40. Overall? That's why do I remember him missing a lot of wide open threes? I mean, he did. Okay. All Listen, right. it's averages. You know what I mean? Like he he there went. You go. Uh, yeah, we talked about averages before. He but, went. Uh, he he shot thirty eight percent his second year in the Bulls, right? And that was uh, that was uh, basically two for five. He went, but that don't mean he didn't go zero for five in many a game. <laughs> and Troy five Craig, for six, bro. Jordan, to see you, man. What do you think about Tory Craig's comments outside of just the AK? Thing? I I um I mean, listen, I I do think that Tory Craig brings the edge. It, if he can bring the vocal edge, that's all I care about. And I've never heard of Torrey Craig as that guy. I think that's kind of how I talked about a lot of the guys that the Bulls were looking at in the offseason. I've never heard of Torrey Craig as the vocal edge guy. Because here's the thing. Realistically, the Bulls aren't a bad defensive team. They just don't have guys that are going to speak up. They have guys that just go out there and want to. They have too many guys that want to prove or that want to lead by their actions. No, sometimes you got to have somebody that's going to say, hey, how about you play defense right here and stop standing over there and missing your assignment? Pat Bev did it three games in. Might have been two, honestly. It was very I think it was the first one, to be honest with you. Was it? Vooch missed that assignment that early? Oh, no, the Vooch assignment, no, that was further in. That was like two, three games in. But no, but he he was talking to Zach Levine. Uh, on that oh, first yeah, one, no, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, for sure. Like Vooch was the one that was like debating back and forth with him. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I yeah. think that's the that's what the Bulls need. Like you got to have a guy where you can say, "Hey, you got to be here." What are you talking about? I did my job. No, 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 no. Forget all that. You got to be here. I'm telling you where you got to be. That's the edge that I need Tory Craig to bring. I don't know if you're gonna get that off of the bench. Now, realistically, Pat Bev was also pretty much off the bench. What was he? 22, 23 minutes a game when he was here. Like played a good chunk, but like I think. He spent some time on the bench as well, but like it's it's one of those things where I just don't know if that's the edge that he brings. We the defensive edge I got, I got Patrick Williams, I've got Alice Caruso, I've got now Javon Carter, right? I've got dogs on defense, but I had dogs last year on defense. True, but you didn't have dogs in the half court defense. We had dogs in this transitioning. So I mean, it, it, it he brings something that we need absolutely. But I I get what you're saying that voc that vocal leader. We still don't know and. To Javon Carter's point, like dog defensively, absolutely one of the better point of attack defenders in the league. But Javon Carter is a very quiet person. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen him like he has that. 
He's a he Chicago. He do have the confidence, so maybe he do. Maybe he's just now. Here's the thing, right? If you're the dude that's on the ten day, and like they kind of give you a contract, but you on a team with Giannis, maybe you're not speaking up as much. Maybe with that's Zach true. Levine, you like, hey, bro, you you tweaking right now? Again, he from Chicago. So you know, he's gonna they, be home. That may bring out a different side of him as well. So his man, mama may be in the building watching him play. And you're gonna so. be around us that you know is gonna be in your ear telling, Hey, you need to tell them Zach exactly. something. <laughs> That's so, true. I just I don't know, man. Like for me, I'm I the edge, I like the edge. I like that Tory Craig is gonna bring the edge. I like we don't the, need how, to know that about you. That's a little bit personal, bro. You said wow. <laughs> That's crazy. That's <laughs> I don't even know how we turn that into that. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I feel like that's nothing. It just felt crazy after you said that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that was that was insane. We've jumped the shark, bro. It's time follow to us go. on everything at Locked on Boards. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. Watch out for the edge. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. Want to thank you guys for tuning in, uh, making Locked On Bulls your first listen every single day for Path the Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls, man, and we out here. Be sure, Hayes. <laughs> I like the edge. That's the right coming down. <laughs>